Hello, and welcome to the All Things Narrative podcast, where we explore the relationships between the stories we love and the stories we live. I'm your host, Derek Hatch, and today is the last Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for Transparent Tuesdays. So for Transparent Tuesdays, this is going to be a time where I share uh, personal stories and experiences from my life. And hopefully these can encourage you, guide you, give you hope. I don't know what they're going to do for you, but I'm sitting here and I have no notes. I just kind of have a rough idea of maybe what I'm going to talk about, kind of like a theme of sorts. And we're just going to do this thing and see what happens. So yeah, today for Transparent Tuesdays, it might be good to start off just by acknowledging that... uh, When I record these episodes, I record them um, in my home office where my kids are outside uh, around the house playing. And so if you hear them at any time, um, you know, that's them. And they are just such a treasure. And I'm just taking in this moment right now where I get to, you know, be at home doing what I love, surrounded by people in the next room who love me and support me. And it wasn't always this way. In fact, it it took a lot to get here to this point. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is this idea of changing your personal narrative. And so, you know, you've heard in these last couple of weeks, if you've heard the previous episodes about how, you know, this we use the narrative metaphor, how we tell stories about ourselves um, to ourselves and others uh, in order to make meaning in life, in order to make connections, in order to you know, form who we are. And so we all have these stories and these narratives that we're living into. And you know, there's these grand big narratives And then there's these like smaller scale narratives as well. And so what I want to talk about today is when you become aware of a narrative that you're in and the narrative that you're in, you realize isn't life-giving anymore. It's not uh, providing you with that sense of meaning and purpose that you're longing for. Now, I want to acknowledge before I talk a little bit about myself that there's going to be times in life where we're in roles, we're in assignments, we're doing things that might not be what are ideal, but they might be building us towards something. And so when I look back on these experiences I'm going to share on, I realize now that they were preparing me and they were building me towards something greater. But Despite that being true, there's also this realization that you have to take agency in your life and to make decisions that are going to bring you closer to a certain kind of narrative that you desire. So for what I'm going to share about today, it's going to be these moments where I realized that there was, you know, something greater that it was building up to. But what was happening is I was getting caught up in kind of like this hamster wheel of existence where I wasn't progressing, where I maybe was getting either comfortable or I wasn't taking the next step that I knew that I needed to. 
And so this is going to be a series over the next three Transparent Tuesdays with today being Changing Your Narrative Part 1, The Influence of Music. And then we're going to look next month at the influence of friends, relationships. And then part three will be the influence of the spiritual, of the metaphysical. And in my case, um, as we'll talk about dreams. Yeah, so I'm really excited about exploring this topic from different areas. And so, yeah, today we are really going to focus on, in this first story, changing your narrative, um, how that relates to the arts, and specifically, in my case, the music that we take in to our lives. And if any of this connects with you um, at all, feel free to, you know, to follow us on social media if this is your first time listening to us, connect uh, with us on, um, through there. And I would just love to hear from you if any of this clicks uh, for you. So you can do that at uh, my website, allthingsnarrative.com, or you can do that on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, would just love to hear from you. So yeah, so here we go. The first story I want to share about is from the spring of 2008. I was a 16-year-old sophomore in high school. And when I look back on my life, this is definitely one of my, my darker periods for sure. And during this time, just to, to give you some context, um, I had like a really bad breakup. You know, when you just, uh, you're a romantic and you just really <laughs> at 16 think you found the one and you get all your hopes and your expectations up and then they get dashed when that person dumps you. And then on top of that, I just, um, I was kind of bullied quite a bit during this time in school. And, you know, I had, I had great friends um, and I had a lot of good things I was involved in, but man, just, you know, when you have like that kid that you just see and every day they have to say something to you that just really grates at you and they know that it's getting to you even if you're trying to ignore them and you ever been there before and it could just really break you down inside and when you look inward, you can just get really depressed and that's what was happening and I was having a meaning crisis at this point because I just kind of looked at school, I looked at life, I looked at relationships and I'm just like, what is the point of it all? And I was just so miserable. Um, I was so miserable and, you know, I even, I was very self-conscious about myself. So one of the things that I would do is I would, uh, I'd straighten my hair because I have this like wavy hair that I don't know what to do with even to this day at times, but I would try to straighten it um, to try to make it look different. Uh, and that's a whole conversation there about identity, about trying to force yourself to be something that you're not. And um, on those days when I was just so depressed, you know, I'd have my my straightening iron that I would use in the morning and be like 5.45 in the morning, I'd be getting up to do this. And I would just, you know, put the iron like on my on my arm or on my finger and I would just try, let it burn and just, you know, I don't know, it's hard because it's like, I don't know if I was like punishing myself for like not having the kind of life I wanted to, or I don't know if I was, you know, so numb that I was just trying to wake up and feel something. But I was just so, so miserable every day, um, despite a lot of good things that I actually had at the time. And so I remember, you know, I always listen to music every morning. 
and I had my iPod Nano. <laughs> so anyone remembers those? I had my iPod Nano, and uh, I was listening to um, a band that I really loved in high school, and I still really love to this day. They're called Angels and Airwaves. Um, shout out to anyone who's a fan of them. And so I was listening to their album, I Empire, and it's a very optimistic album. And there's a, there's a lot of great songs on there. And there's a song on there called Rite of Spring. And the, cor- and the song in the verses, uh, Tom DeLonge, the singer, is uh, singing about kind of the miserable things he's went through in his life, his family life, um, broken home. Uh, but then there's also a lot of successes and great things that's come in his life as well that he sings about too. And so... As, as I'm listening to this song, you know, and it always kind of clicked with me, but it really did in this morning as I was getting ready and straightening my hair and, you know, wearing super tight pants that I had no business wearing. And um, the chorus comes on and the chorus um, of the song goes, if I had a chance for another try, I wouldn't change a thing because it's made me all of who I am inside. And if I could, I might thank God that I am here, that I am alive. And every day I tell my, wake up, I tell myself a little harmless lie. The whole wide world is mine. And that, that really hit on me in that moment. I asked myself that question. If I had a chance for another try, would I do it differently? And I kind of realized, no, I actually have learned a lot from failure and a lot from pain and heartache and the things that I was going through. And one of the things I was very thankful for that that I was becoming aware of at that time was how to not become the bully. How to, you know, if you're bullied and you're 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 put in this position, it's very easy to kind of find out those below you that you can push down and bully. I was becoming aware at the time that I didn't want to be that kind of person. And so um I realized that I was learning in life. And that's a good thing. Then it goes on to say, I thank God that I'm here and that I am alive. And there's something about turning your attention and your focus to that which is greater than you, you know? And in this case, it would be God who is like greater, like the ultimate like ideal, right? The the transcendent ideal, if you will. And so, you know, when you realize that there's more to life than just you and your narrative, you become a lot more aware of others in the world and you become at the same time grateful for what you do have. You become grateful to God and, you know, that transcendent reality uh, that we live in. And um, after that, it goes on to say, you wake up and you tell yourself this little harmless lie, the whole wide world is mine. And you know, I was like, what have I got to lose at this point? I'm going to tell myself this little harmless lie, so to speak. The whole wide world is mine. And so, you know, what I love about like Tom DeLonge and Angels and Airwaves, and there's a great documentary called Start the Machine where he talks about this, how, you know, if you want to go out and change your world, you got to start changing the world inside of you, within, so to speak. And so what I like to say with all things narrative is if you change your narrative, you can change your world. So it starts with that personal transformation. And then out of that, you can go out and change the world. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to try that. I'm going to take that in. 
And so I looked at myself in the mirror and I just said, I am going to try to be grateful today and to try to be happy about something. Then uh, at school, I went to school. It was a pretty normal day. And at the end of the day, the last period I had was drumline. And at that time, drumline counted as a PE class, which I was very thankful for because I'm not athletic. And part of what we had to do for it to be a PE class is we had to um, we had to run twice a week. And I loved running days. I loved like going to run at the, we got to go like across the street to the park and run. We got to run around the school, um, which now that I look back on it, I'm kind of amazed that they just kind of let us go and run unsupervised around. But I, I loved it. And I would put my, uh, my iPod on and I would just run and I did not bring gym shorts cause I didn't believe in wearing shorts at the time. So I wore my skin tight brown corduroys, uh, a black shirt on a hot day and my straightened hair that was dyed, uh, light brown. And I remember running and it was super uncomfortable, but I was listening to that I empire album again. And I got, you guys, you ever got like runner's high before where you just keep going and going and going? And I just started as I was running. I was thinking about all these things I was grateful for in my life. You know, my family, my parents, my brother, my friends, the band that I got to play in, you know, the place that I lived, uh, just food in and out, you know, all these different things I was thinking about. And I just kept running, 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 and I couldn't stop running. And I had just this runner's high And just the gratitude like overwhelmed me. And I started to realize how much goodness there was in life. And it's crazy because around that time I got in a really bad car accident, which I'll share about in a different episode where I could have died, you know, and life could have been over. But I really, as I look back on this spring, it was really transformative because there was so much pain going on, but there was so much I was waking up to. Uh, about meaning and purpose and God and narrative and gratitude. And so um, that really changed me. And I, from that, from that season, I became a much more optimistic person. And that's, you know, my last two years of high school, I was really known for being that kind of person and being that kind of person changed uh, how I lived at school, the things that I gave my time to and how I spent time with people. And it made me you know, appreciate so many things about the quirkiness of people. I could go on and on about that, but yeah, that's the first story there, you know, where this piece of music was able to help wake me up to a different type of narrative that I could live into. And I'm very grateful for that. So thank you, Tom DeLong and Angels and Airwaves. And if you happen to hear this podcast, uh, please reach out because I'd love to have you on here. So in closing, I want you to take a second and think about Uh, We'll use music just as an example here. Uh, Think about some music and some times in your life when music was very, very important to you. Maybe it was a particular song. Maybe it was an experience you had at a live show. Maybe it was an album uh, that you bought or listened to on repeat. Think about um, that song or that band or whatever and where they were at in your life and what was going on around you, what was going on inside of you around that time. And think about how that song or that piece of art or that artist is meaningful to you. In what ways? Did they shape you in how you saw yourself? Did they influence the way you think? Did they influence the way you act in the world? 
And if you like being able to make this connection between your personal narrative and music, uh, I offer a great workshop called The Soundtrack of Your Life. Now, this is a narrative practice that was innovated by a guy named Ian Mond. And I fell in love with this the moment I discovered it. So thank you, Ian, um, for bringing this to the world. And so what I do in this workshop is I can sit down with a group of people and we come up with the soundtracks of our lives, of our, you know, personal. Uh, but we do it as a group. And by doing it as a group, there's this, I don't know how to explain it unless you're there, but there's this sense of us learning something about each other and revealing a part of ourselves that's precious to us and meaningful. Because, you know, when you share your music, you're sharing a part of yourself with someone. And so the way that we get to do that and the way that we get to, you know, ask these questions and, and go deep, uh, it's personally one of my favorite workshops um, that I've offered. So uh, I've done the soundtrack of your life with adults, various ages. I've done it with students, with teenagers. Uh, this is easily one of my most popular uh, activities that I've done over the years um, as a teacher. And now as a narrative practitioner, it's one that I want to be able to offer people. And so if you want to learn more about that, if you're interested in bringing the soundtrack of your life uh, to your group, uh, to your setting, whatever that might be, it might be a, you know, a business, an organization, a workshop, a school, an after-school program, a, a church ministry, nonprofit, um, let me know. Uh, go to allthingsnarrative.com and feel free to reach out. And I do a 15 minute free consultation to tell you more about it and see if it's a good fit uh, for what you need and if I can adapt it uh, to what you need. And then also uh, you can just email me as well personally. So my email is Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-H at allthingsnarrative.com. That's Derek H at allthingsnarrative.com. And if you just want to talk about music, uh, which I'm always down to do. Feel free to reach out on Facebook or Instagram or um, yeah, anything like that. Or just send an email and say, hey, I heard your episode and let's talk about music. So I'm always down to do that too. So thank you so much for checking out this episode and I hope this was helpful. This is just the beginning of our Transparent Tuesdays. We got many, many more stories that I wish to share. And so I'm very excited about that. Uh, thank you, like truly thank you for listening and, you know, taking time out of your week uh, for this. And I hope it's helpful and encouraging. So yeah, and we'll be back for another interview about someone's life journey. So join us there and take care.